Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say uh, go Bills. The final roster is complete for now. Are you happy with what Brendan Bean has constructed? It's the Rico Report. It's the Buffalo Fanatics. Join us tonight. We're going to talk about it. We're going to go through the roster. Let's talk about it. Let's go. the recall report brought to you by the buffalo fanatics let's go welcome smash that like while you guys tune into this room if you are not a subscriber shame on y'all subscribe to the channel let's let's get this thing popping and if you are on my facebook crew salute to my facebook crew do you know what to do share the link let everybody get into this bitch and let's get this thing going so folks uh we've been waiting for this day we've been waiting for this day for some time now We've been speculating. We've been trying to guess and prod and figure out who's going to remain on the roster, who's done enough in offseason, who's done enough in the preseason. And it's all said and done, folks. And uh, things materialized the way we thought they would, right? I mean, not many splashes happened. Uh, Brandon Bean decided to make a little splash of his own, a minor splash, but something that, I mean... I'm going to say that I've been calling this for weeks now. And if you guys have been listening to me for a while now, there's only so many positions you can keep on this team, especially specifically on the defensive line. And right now, in the moment, it was between Boogie Basham and Agent Epinesa. I mean, we all we all know what the deal was. On the edge, you already know you got Leonard Floyd. They like Shaq Lawson. They brought him back again. And obviously, Von Miller coming back. And then obviously, Boogie Basham. So now you got AJ Epinesa and you got Boogie Basham. You can't keep them all, people. And you you just brought in Puna Ford. It's a numbers game, right? And the interior line seems to be where they want to beef up and, and really control the line of scrimmage. And that's where you want to control the line of scrimmage. They brought in Puna Ford. Jordan Phillips comes back. So there's a lot of movement that's, that was going to happen on that defensive front. Something had to move. Something had to go. So here is the big difference here. Allegedly. Uh, there were a couple teams or several teams looking into uh, both AJ Epinesa and Boogie Basham. I call cap. I don't think anybody was looking into those cats. Uh, I think these guys were waiting for someone to get cut. And Joe Schoen was like, hold on, hold on. I know I've, I've been on this team. I know how Brandon Bean works. The numbers ain't working on your end, brother. So what you going to do? Are you going to cut them or can we make a deal? Because we all know that if you cut them, I mean, there's going to be probably several teams trying to fight. I got to get into a bidding war. I don't want to get into a bidding war. So let's do business. Here's the question, folks. Do you like the business that was done? Do you like the business that was done with the freaking New York Giants? And I'm here to tell you right now, I didn't like it. 
I don't like it. But I get it. Either you're going to cut them and get nothing or you get something. And uh, you might as well do business with someone that you know, someone that you trust, someone that you know that's not going to screw you over because there's a working relationship. We get all that. But when you really think about it, you got to break certain things down, people. And uh, Boogie Basham, trading Boogie Basham, I'm sure it probably saved us a couple, you know, say a couple, couple dollars. Uh, we swapped picks. We got a sixth. They got a seventh in the 2025 draft. But here's here's the way I look at it, man. I'm like, come on, son. Like, you drafted this brother in the second round. In the second round. You didn't draft him in the fourth. You didn't draft him in the fifth. You drafted him in the second round. A second round player is what is 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 usually a a pretty much a borderline starter. You 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 draft a second rounder to jump in there, and he's pretty much got a position locked down, right? Your first round, if it's not a quarterback that's probably got to sit behind a veteran guy, you're pretty much make you want your first rounder to start immediately. You want your first rounder to be a pillar for the future of your team. Clearly. We missed the mark <laughs> on last year's draft, but that's a whole different ballgame, right? But we're talking about Boogie Basham at this point. And Boogie Basham, he wasn't a terrible player. But let's let's go. It, it, it goes beyond that. Let's go back. Let's go back to what, 2021 when we brought him on? You brought in Boogie. You, 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 you draft um, Greg Russo, Gregory Russo from Miami. All right, we solidify the line. You know that uh, Addison is about to leave. Mario Addison is about to leave. You know that Jerry Hughes is about to leave. So you got to at least replace one of them. Nope, Brandon Bean is like, I'm going to replace both because both those guys are leaving. So I'm going to have the youth movement move right off the bat. Did you really have to, though? Because, I mean, everybody's been talking about it for years now. We've been talking about it for years now. I mean, at least a couple years, right? Where if you just didn't take Boogie Basham, you had a a very good center in Creed Humphrey. And Creed Humphreys is doing great things in Kansas City. But we sitting here bullshitting and moving on from a defensive end that we drafted not long ago to just give him away to the freaking Giants for a sixth-round pick. Fam, fam, there comes a time where you like, I love, I love this team. I love Brandon Bean. I love Sean McDermott. But, but I, and in the NFL, you're going to have some L's. You're going to have some wins. But when we look at what we've done with our second-round draft picks in recent memory, it's not a good track record, people. It is not a good track record. And I like Brandon Bean. Don't get me wrong. I'm a big fan of Brandon Bean. Brandon Bean's that dude. He's still big baller bean to me. And I know there was a joke made today. I'm not going to say who made the joke. But the joke was, are we calling Brandon Bean <laughs> I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna go there unless he tells me I'm cool to say it because I'm not trying to. I mean, throw no shade, but I'll, I'll hit that in another moment. Well, here's the deal. Here's the way I look at it, man. You look at the second round draft picks that my man Brandon Bean's been been hitting on, right? And I gotta I gotta pull up my tweet that I did earlier, and I had to. I didn't really do too much digging, really. I just like, yo, how many? What draft picks has Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott been a part of? And, uh, and what do they do with it? And what have we done with our draft picks, right? So I'm sitting here. I'm like, hold on a second. Zay Jones, we drafted in the second round. Traded his ass. You're out of here. Then we, when we come back and we, we draft Cody Ford 
in the second round. We trade his ass. You know what I'm saying? And then we draft Zach Moss in the third to pretty much take take over for Devin Singletary, which we drafted in the third. Both of them are off the team right now. You got Devin Singletary with the Houston Texans, and you've got Zach Moss with a broken arm with the Indianapolis Colts. Traded. And then Boogie Basham traded. And then you got Kyrie Elam that we drafted in the first round, and it's a big question mark. We don't know what's going what's gonna to take place. And we really want him, obviously, to, to turn around and, and, and do big things. But when you look back at what we did, those are premium picks, people. I'm not talking about, you know, I mean, a, a fourth-round, fifth-round, sixth-round pick. And funny enough, he actually hits those ones. But these second-round draft picks, bro, you got it. Like, we got it. We, fam, we got to hit. We got to hit. You know what I'm saying? We got to hit. And that, that Boogie Bash one, it just, it was a head scratcher and we all scratched our heads, but we, we made it. We were like, you know what? These guys are professionals. They know what they're doing. So they've, they, they obviously know more than we do, but we all scratched our head. We're like, what? A second round. I'm, but okay. Best player available. But was he the best player available? Because we had a center, we had a need in center. We could have, we could have easily picked up a Cree, a Cree Humphreys and the, the youth movement would have been great. Creed Humphreys would have been on the squad. And then we move on from there. But golly, man, it, it's hard to look back and look at the second round draft picks that Brandon Bean has has a, or McDermott has been part of and then had to move on from them. And it, it's it's unfortunate because, like, those are premium picks, man. Those are premium picks. And now we're without one. And now we, what we got in return was a damn sixth round pick from the Giants. And the Giants are going to be in contention in the NFC East because you got Brian Dable over there. So it's not going to be a, a low freaking a low pick. It's going to be quite high. It's going to be at least 15 and above for sure. So, like, we pretty much gave away. We we gifted the Giants Boogie Basham. I'm going to put it that way. We gifted the Giants Boogie Basham. Yo, I don't want I don't want anybody else to get them. If anybody's going to get what we put in to draft, shown, we did this together. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it was your, you mean, you're the one that actually wanted Boogie Basham. And I was like, you know what? Cool, I'll sign off on it. So I'm gonna give them to you. I don't want them to go to the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't want them to go to the 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 Dallas Cowboys. I don't want them to go to the Commanders. I'm gonna hook you up, Joe Schoen. Now I'm hoping with this Brandon Bean hooking Joe Schoen up, there's something in return down the line. Because you owe me now. Because that, that's gotta be an IOU. Schoen has got to be like, yo, I owe you, bro. Just Yo, hook me up with Bush. Hook me up with Bo- Boogie Basham. You know what I'm saying? Because you know that's the guy I wanted. He may not have worked out for you, but he'll work out for me. But golly, man, I'm obviously I'm speculating. I'm sure that's not the conversation they had, but it wouldn't surprise me if that was a conversation. Because if you look at it, I drafted this brother in the second round just to give him back to you for a sixth round pick. Nah, fam, that's uh, that's that's disheartening. It's disheartening. Now, am I freaking out about it? Heck, no, I'm not freaking out about it. Right, because in return, what we did get was one guy that I was really rooting for. Was I got to get his name down, Pat? Because everybody thinks it's Kingsley Jonathan. It is Kingsley Jonathan, but that brother's got a, a Nigerian name that we got to put some respect on that brother's name, man. And uh, let me see if I can get my man's name. His name is Chukwema Chukwema. Damn, I'm a, hold on. Let me just get it right. Chukwemeka, Chukwemeka Kingsley Jonathan. Shout out to my man. You know, yo, that's it. No wonder he says, yo, just 
Just call me Jonathan, bro. Just call me Kingsley, bro. Don't even try to, you know, F with my first name because it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen, bro. But uh, it is what it is, brothers. It is what it is. Uh, we love the, I love the fact that we got Kingsley Jonathan. I think he's the young talent out of Syracuse, undrafted, worked his tail off. He showed out last year. He, he sparked on the field and he earned his way onto this roster. Real talk, he earned his way onto the roster. So I really do, I do, I really do appreciate that. And I, I, I think I got his name down right, right? Chukwikam, uh, Chukwimaka. Yeah, you know it, Chukwimaka. Hey, Chukwimaka, John, Kingsley Jonathan. That's my guy. So uh, shout out to um, my man, Kingsley Jonathan. And uh, shout out to Cam Lewis making the squad. Uh, really dope to see it. But there were some good brothers that were let go, man. James is like, yo, clicks his name. No, no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do all that stuff. I could, I had to pronounce his name just right. You know what I'm saying? So uh King Jonathan's what we're gonna call his ass. But um, but there was some there was some good talent that had to be let go um off this this Bills team, man. And uh none of them were shocking, none of them really, you know what I'm saying, really you know I mean moved the needle for a lot of us here. But uh I'm here to uh did I not Ah, don't tell me I didn't put it in there. Yes, I did. So let's take a look at the the cuts from around the the Bills, folks. So let's take a look here. So the Bills roster moves today. We had uh, safety Zane Anderson. If you guys remember, Zane Anderson was the first uh, signee right after the season was done uh, just last year uh, after the season that we signed. Zane Anderson, I think he came from what? The Kansas City Chiefs, I think. I can't recall. Uh, but Zane Anderson, we signed. Uh, Eli Anku, that brother Eli Anku was uh, was great depth. Uh, I'm gonna miss Eli Anku. I thought he was uh, he was solid. He might you might even see him back on the practice squad. You just never know. Uh, Marcel Aitman, it was just a numbers game, brother. And I think Marcel knew it from the jump. Uh, could he have pushed for the sixth that sixth receiver spot potentially? But when you draft a brother in fifth round in Justin Shorter, it's hard for you to make the roster. So um, Marcel Aitman gone. Uh, corner and rookie Alex Austin. We drafted that brother in the seventh round. And I mean, if you look at the depth of us at corner, I mean, the writing was on the wall. You, the, the writing was on the wall. You knew that. So, I mean, we what, we drafted Rashad Wagus not too long ago, and we had to let that brother go. I mean, somebody poached him off our practice squad, but there's just no room, right? But we could obviously see Alex Austin brought back onto the practice squad. So that'd be cool. Ike Butker finally um, is, has, has, let, has been let go. I felt that we held on to that brother a little too long, uh, but I, I get it. He had some some pretty nasty injuries and he had to fight back. And um, but uh, yeah, man, I've, I've seen that night that name tied to the Bills for quite some time now, and it's official. It's a it's it's a wrap. Um, could they bring him back? It's possible, but I doubt it because you got nice you have nice young uh, prospects in Nick Broker that we also drafted late in the in this year's draft. So Nick Broker could easily be brought back. I can see that definitely happen. Uh, Kyron Brown gone. Cameron Klein was making some noise near the end of preseason, and uh, they decided to say, you know what, it's a numbers game, fella. Uh, but you never know; you guys, you might see him back on. We have what? Uh, I think a number of fifteen to sixteen practice squad players coming back. So let's see if uh, they end up bringing him back. Right? DJ Dale gone. Uh, Darrington Evans. Darrington Evans, man, is tough because he looked good in 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 the little time that he was with the Bills. He looked he looked pretty decent, man. Kick returning the football, even getting the, in, in some runs. He was looking pretty damn good. Uh, it's just unfortunate, man. We already have three solid depth backs, uh, depth backs in uh, Latavius Murray, obviously, and Damon Harris. So there's really not much room. And we already have a return man in Deontay Hardy. So 
it's just the you're the odd man out. Now I'd love to see you come back on the practice squad because injuries happen. You already know what's happening with with Damian Harris. Damian Harris seems to, I mean, he just got back to playing this just last game and he was out for several weeks for crying out loud. So we already know he's got a, an injury of excuse me, a history of having these little soft tissue injuries. So we've got to we've got to pay attention to that Darrington Evans. Now he's talented enough that some squads can probably gonna pick him up. But if we can get him back onto the squad, uh, that would be dope. Let's get back to the list here. Uh, Traven Howard made some noise a little bit. He's gone. Um, Le- Reed Ferguson, you're going to notice that Reed Ferguson is, is on that cut list. But that Reed Ferguson is one of those, he's one of those, uh, those pieces that, bro, we're going to cut you, but we bring you back. So just chill out. Just hang it out in the parking lot. We're going to bring you back. We just got to wait a few things. We got to wait for a few, few things to happen. And the few things to happen is this. Justin Shorter has a bit of a hamstring injury, but we can't cut Justin Shorter because we cut Justin Shorter. Someone's going to scoop his ass up. It's a fact. So we got to stash him onto the, onto the roster and put him on IR for the first four weeks. So he'll be gone for the first four weeks to kind of uh, short-term IR is what they call it. So he'll be there. Then we bring back uh, obviously Lee uh, Reed Ferguson. So that's the loophole that the NFL and these teams play with because Mess around and, and cut a player thinking that yeah 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 he'll, he'll be he'll he'll pass through the waivers and we'll bring him back. It's never a promise. So that's one thing you don't want to mess around with. So Justin Shorter, uh, we decided to we're gonna put him on IR for short term, and then Reed Ferguson returns to the roster rightfully so. I mean that's our special teams ace. That's our special teams long snapper. So we need that brother, right? Uh, Richard Garage or Guraj or Garage or how'd you say Richard Garage? Richard Garage uh, was was cut. Potentially will be brought back. I know that uh, he had some some really good moments in preseason, so we could definitely see him back. Jamarcus Ingram, uh, the UB uh, alumni, could be brought back to the practice squad as well. Uh, he he had a really strong camp near the end, so I'm really looking forward to seeing if we bring back Jamarcus Ingram, or maybe he gets brought back. Uh, he gets uh, signed by somebody else. Andy Isabella. Well, the Cinderella story, uh, the quick Cinderella story has come to an end. Andy Isabel has been cut. He's been released. However, I totally can see this guy being brought back if he's not poached by another team. But if some other some other team brings him back, they got to put him on the roster. They got to put him on the roster. If if he's if he doesn't cross the waivers, if somebody picks him up as a waiver wire, he's got to at least be on the team for three weeks on the active roster if someone picks him up. So that's why people kind of wait for people to go through the waivers, go through it, pass and clear waivers, and then I can grab you, and then I can do what the hell I want with you. So Andy Isabella will have to go through the waiver process. And once he's done with the waiver process, the Bills likely will bring him back. Because, I mean, they liked him. They were giving him first-team rush for crying out loud, catching passes from Josh Allen. So, I mean, unless somebody poaches him, I can't see them not bringing Andy Isabella back. So in the next, in the coming days, you'll definitely uh, most likely see Andy Isabella back on the Bills practice squad. Uh, Kevin Jarvis, Keyshawn Johnson, uh, Ty Johnson, also released, you'll notice that Matt Barkley was uh, placed on the injured reserve, uh, whether they just keep him on the injured reserve and he's out for the season or they, they come up with an injury settlement. Whether, I mean, I don't give a damn one way or another, but uh, it, Matt Barkley's gone, right? AJ Klein, that was an interesting one because um, I, I saw several outlets talking about AJ Klein could be the starting linebacker uh, for the Buffalo Bills. I found that laughable. Um, but 
it was scary because it was it was looking to trend that way because we were never we weren't even sure we aren't still aren't sure what we have in Terrell Dotson or what we have in Terrell Bernard. So uh, Agent Klein, shoot, I mean, I could definitely see him coming back as well because he's depth piece. And if injuries sustain or we just don't like who we have at the linebacker spot, I could definitely see an Agent Klein return. So Agent Klein definitely could see him back on the practice squad for sure. Um, I think we all can stay. I agree with that. Greg Mance uh, released Dean Marlowe, the 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 uh, the the safety that we know very well. That's been uh, he's a journeyman, a little bit of a journeyman, but uh, he's uh, he's well known to be traveled. He's traveled with uh, with our coach uh, McDermott, so he knows McDermott's system very well. Dean Marlowe released Jordan Mims, the running back released David Questenberry. Um, not a very strong camp. He had three or four starts last year. Uh, damn near got Josh Allen taken out of the, for, for the league. So uh, out of the game. So you already know what that is. And then Tyrell Shavers could be brought back onto that uh, practice squad. And then we rounded out with Brian Thompson, Kendall Vickers and tight end Joel Wilson. And apparently Joel Wilson, uh, they plan to bring Joel Wilson back. So that is the premise of our cuts. Were you shocked by any of these cuts? Were you shocked? Um, well, hold on a second. Give me, give me a moment now. I got my girl, uh, Jess, Jessica Tennis says uh, Rico Isabella was released, not waived. I mean, to me, released, waived, it's all the same to me. You ain't on the team no more. Um, but at the end of the day, they could be, they could bring his ass back, and uh, we'll see how it plays out. Um, but, yeah, man, there, there are your cuts, man. Shocked? No. I'm not shocked by any of the things that you saw happening. Um, the, one, the one question mark that still remains, that still remains, is um, is the, what we're doing at linebacker. Christian Kirksey. I know you've seen that name, released by the Texans. He had 124, 104, 124 tackles last year. Uh, he had one interception, and I think he had like three or four sacks, or two or three sacks last year. So production is there. Production is there. But, um, I mean, I'm not surprised if we if we – create some room on the roster to bring on Christian Kirksey. That was a name that we were flirting with. What not last year was it the year before I can't recall. And uh, he decided to bypass and go for the Texans. So two years ago. So maybe this is the time that we, we reunite with our guy, Christian Kirksey. So we, we will see about that. Uh, we did sign uh, Mr. Jermaine. I fight. Here's a irrelevant, but funny story. Uh, Jermaine. I fight is a cousin of an employee of mine. So we've talked at length about Jermaine Fidey. I think Jermaine Fidey just a couple years ago was with the Seattle Seahawks, and uh, he's, he's, he's moved around since then. But uh, these Nigerians, bro, these Nigerians are built like an ox. These boys, these boys are big. So uh, if we get a Nigerian boy, a Niger boy on the squad, and we got him on the squad, then we're good. It's, it's good depth. It's a good depth to, to bring onto the squad. And uh, he's got some, he's got, obviously he's got some experience in the league and uh, irrelevant story nonetheless. But uh, Jermaine Ifaidi is the cousin of uh, one of my, my former employees. So uh, pretty cool. So it was funny because I was like, yo, you're, you're, he was telling me like, yeah, my, my, my cousin's in the NFL. I was like, boy, you tripping. He's like, no, man, I look him up. I looked him up. I was like, oh, this guy's a big boy. I was like, okay, I see, I see that uh, he's, he's been in the league some time now. So it's not like he's some scrub. All right, so let's see what's up. So Jermaine Ifaidi. Signed by the Bills. So the Bills just picked up uh, Ifighty. So uh, in a nutshell, that that's there's there's your offseason, people. There's your offseason in a nutshell. Uh, so 
let's talk about who made the team and, and what we're pleased about. So obviously Tyrell Dotson is still on the squad. Baylin Spector uh, dealing with, uh, with a bit of, I think about a hamstring injury still on the squad. I love it. Christian Benford obviously is potentially going to get that number one spot. We shall, excuse me, cornerback two spot. We don't know. It's and we won't know until most likely when I'm saying it's time to play. And so, I mean, it, it, he's probably not going to tell you for, for competitive purposes. I'm not going to tell you who we got at corner, but I, I like the odds of Christian Benford starting, but you know what? We can, we can be happy to know that it's either Dane Jackson or it's going to be, it's going to be uh, Christian Benford. And then we've got solid depth in Kyrie Elam. So uh, we'll find a way to get all these guys on the field, if not rotate, and um, and we'll put guys in the best position to succeed. And that's what it's going to come down to, right? So let's go through uh, the offensive side of the ball so we can kind of solidify what we got on this squad here. So here's the deal. Obviously, our general, our leader, Josh Allen, obviously is going to lead the way. Kyle Allen is uh, is obviously going to be the backup quarterback where I can cry about it all I want and tell you that, listen, we – it it serves us it serves us best in my opinion that we we have a backup quarterback that is mobile a backup quarterback that gives you this the similar traits as your starting quarterback so if something were to go down with your quarterback he says i got a tummy ache i can't play then at least the offense doesn't change so much right we can still run the same offense but with a different stock quarterback, the offense changes a little bit. So timing's off. All these things are off. Certain plays are eliminated, right? So we got Kyle Allen as our quarterback. Now, is this end-all, be-all? It probably will be. I mean, it wouldn't make no sense for us to have Josh Allen as our leader, as the main guy, and then we bring in a brand-new quarterback. Who are we, the freaking Arizona Cardinals? And the Arizona Cardinals on that, on top of that, already have a new quarterback, but the 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 advantage for them is Josh Dobbs, that's going to be the quarterback for them, already is aware of that offensive coordinator's um, playbook. So he can just jump right in and just kind of go back and remember. And that boy is extremely intelligent. So uh, kudos to the heirs of Cardinals. Cardinals. We ain't the Cardinals. So we got Kyle Allen as our backup. We got to deal with it. We can cry about it all I, all. I can cry about it all I want, but it's not going nowhere. I mean, we had better options out there. I know money was, we were tight on money. So we had to do what we could with the little money that we had. But I'm sure if we if we could have coaxed maybe Carson Wentz to take the little money that we gave Kyle Allen to back up, you know what I'm saying, Josh Allen. Do you know what I mean? Keep his name relevant. But, hey, what do I know? What the heck do I know? You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not the GM, and uh, rightfully so. Um, Brandon Bean seems to be the guy that's doing, uh, doing a very good job. So um, let's continue. We've got... Um, Obviously, Josh is the guy. Kyle Allen is our backup quarterback. Uh, running back game, it's, I mean, it's locked up, right? James Cook, uh, Harris, and uh, our boy, obviously, um, our boy Latavius Murray. And we got our fullback galore, Reggie Gilliam, back at it again. And um, our tight end room is fit. It's set. Quentin Morris, Kincaid, Dawson Knox. Let's go. Love everything about that. Um, and uh, let's go to the line, man. Spencer Brown, right tackle. It's going to be a big year for Spencer Brown, so we're going to be, going to be watching. Uh, Osiris Torrance most likely takes the starting right guard. I'm really happy about that. Mitch Morris coming back. Uh, Connor McGovern and Deion Dawkins on the left. Here's your depth pieces. 
David Edwards, really good depth piece in in, in um, David Edwards and Ryan Bates. Ryan Bates is going to serve as our back, our swing tackle slash our backup center. Obviously, he's going to be the backup center. Then we've got Alec uh, Anderson, which is the interior interior depth. And then we've got uh, our uh, our rook, our new player, uh, Ryan Van Vandermark. That's going to be that's going to be sitting here, kind of being potentially that swing tackle. Um, so you've got. Two tackles that two players that can play the tackle, obviously in Vandermark and Ryan Bates, but Ryan Bates will most likely serve as interior depth and your backup center. All right. Uh, but for the most part, that's your offense, folks. And then obviously the receiving room is the way we thought it would be, right? Gabe Davis, Stefan Diggs, Khalil Shakir, uh, Deontay Hardy, and uh Justin Shorter, and uh, obviously Trent Sherfield. So there's your there's your receiver. I mean, none of this. Is shocking to any of us, and is it? None of it is shocking. Everything is the way it's supposed to be. I mean, a lot of people had issues with uh, Mr. David Questenberry. They didn't really like what David Questenberry brought to the table, and clearly, <laughs> Brandon Bean agreed. Brandon Bean agreed. I got to the point where I was reading people say, "Yo, Bobby Hart's available to <laughs> jump on Bobby Hart." Golly, are we there? <laughs> are we there to bring Bobby Hart back? I mean, it makes sense only because he knows what's up. But I'm good on Bobby Hart. Thank you very much. Anyway, let's move on with that. So that's the offensive side of the ball. Question for y'all. Are y'all pleased? Are you guys pleased with how this offense is going to shake out? If you guys are pleased with it, everyone in the chat that's, that's here, that's shot, that's, you mean Facebook, uh, YouTube, even Twitter. What's up, Twitter? Give a thumbs up. Let me know if you guys are feeling that. If you are, let's, let's go. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with, uh, I don't know who called me right now, but I don't see anything wrong with that lineup. That lineup is what we anticipated and that lineup is what we have. The one thing that really surprised me, I mean, not surprised, but one thing that I'm really happy about is Osiris Torrance taking that starting spot, not McDermott coming in and saying, rookies don't get no chance. No, there was, there was none of that. Best player plays. And that's exactly what it looks like right now. And I'm loving every bit of it. Now, when we put, when we put Justin Shorter on IR, we're now down to five receivers. This is where I'm interested to see on what uh, what the, what will transpire. Do we bring, I mean, does Andy Isabella become the sixth receiver if we bring it back to the practice squad? Who knows? Who knows? But I'll tell you this, that sixth receiver spot, that's usually a special team spot. So you want someone that is, 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 is great on special teams for that, for that spot. So I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to be really paying attention to that, to that part. Uh, once everything, once the dust is settled, because what you see right now is not your total offense. It's not your total defense. It's not every, it's not set in stone. There's going to be some movements. There's going to be some movements on offense. There's going to be some movements on defense, especially with people going on IR and so on and so forth. Right. We tried to trade for Trey Lance for crying aloud. We tried to trade for Trey Lance. So that tells me they're not that thrilled with Kyle Allen. So maybe, you know what I'm saying? Will Greer, maybe uh, Nathan Rourke, who knows, right? You never know. Did Nate, did Nate Peterman make the squad? Maybe Nate Peterman makes a comeback to Buffalo. You just never know. That would make me actually very happy. But anyway, uh, jokes aside, I think that uh, that offense is legit. I think that's what we're going with. And that's the offense that you're going to find out week one going up against the Jets. And all eyes are going to be on this offense because that defense is going to be getting ready to get your ass. Uh, Bailey Zappi. Uh, yes, thank you, Matt C. Bailey Zappi got cut. Funny enough, they got Malik Cunningham from the Patriots got cut, and they were they were talking a big game 
uh, for Malik Cunningham and uh, Bailey Zappi, the same Bailey Zappi that was pushing to be the starter last year. And people for the for Patriots Nation were were sitting here kind of, you know I mean, not sure who the be who should be the quarterback, and the guy gets cut. It goes to show you that some of us should just shut the hell up, and we don't know shit, myself included. Sometimes I'm like, yo, we should do this, and we should do that, and they do the complete opposite, and that was the best move. And sometimes fans know. We just know, and we see things, and we call it out, and that's exactly what ends up happening. So sometimes it's 50-50. Sometimes it's 50-50. Uh, Raymond, my man Raymond comes in and, and comes in with and with a comment and says, yo, don't say that, Rico. We don't need Peterman. Don't you dare. We could use Nate Peterman. Nate Peterman! We could use Nate Peterman on this squad. I would love Nate Peterman back on the squad. I'm not going to front. I'm not going to front. People are going to be like, yo, you're joking. I'm not. <laughs> I would. You know what? I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I would rather Nate Peterman over Kyle Allen. I don't give a damn what y'all say. I'm taking it. I'll take Nate Peterman over <laughs> Kyle Allen. But he threw five interceptions. It was his rookie. What was it, rookie? Wasn't he a rookie? Yo, rookies are going to make mistakes, baby. Rookies are going to make mistakes. It's just what it is. Or was his second year? I don't give a damn. I'm taking Nate Peterman over Kyle Allen. <laughs> anyway, let's move on uh, to the defensive side of the ball. Defense, defense, defense. Not a whole lot changed. Not a whole lot changed. Now, I will say this, though. I found I, I, uh, my man um, on Twitter today. I, I found a, a very interesting, uh, my man, Draft Diamonds, Damon. Uh, he was like, yo, the Bills should run a 4-2-5, what is it, a 4-2-5 nickel type of defense and have Taylor Rapp next to Matt Milano. I found that very interesting. I was like, oh, shoot, that's actually... That'd be dope. But I mean, our run, our the run game would kind of suffer a little bit in terms of size, but it, it is what it is at that point. But uh, let's let's look at the defense. All right. And we'll start with the defensive front. Greg Rousseau obviously is is slated for a big year, slated for a big, massive year. I don't think he's gonna have one. The boy is just massive. Uh, your depth pieces are Shaq Lawson and in, in uh in Kingsley Jonathan. Shout out to uh, my man Kingsley Jonathan. And uh, Daquan Jones is going to be is, is going to be starting in the middle alongside Ed Oliver. And on the other side, you're going to have Leonard Floyd. That's going to be holding it down until Vaughn Miller comes back. AJ Epinesa makes the squad. AJ Epinesa makes the squad. Listen, folks, six and a half sacks last year by AJ Epinesa. Most folks were like, what? He had six and a half sacks? Yes, the heck he did. A quiet six and a half sacks. And I feel that he's going to build on those six and a half sacks. So I think that was what potentially set him aside from Boogie Basham. Obviously, Boogie Basham's got two more years left on his contract, and AJ Epinesa has the one, so maybe that was strategic. But on top of that, it just made sense. You had the more productive um, player in AJ Epinesa, and I feel like he's going to build on that this year. So shout-out to AJ Epinesa making the squad. Uh, Jordan Phillips and Tim Settle rounded out alongside Puna Ford. I was surprised. I'm not going to front. I was surprised that... Um, Jordan Phillips made that squad because he was out for so long and then he finally came back. Um, now, question is, who would I have chosen over Jordan Phillips? I mean, I, I'm not even too sure, to be honest with you. Maybe that was the right move to have. Uh, or maybe we kept Boogie Basham. Maybe that that probably would have been the, what do we do? Are we keeping Jordan Phillips? Okay, if we're going to keep Jordan Phillips, that means we got to get we got to get rid of AJ Epinesa or Boogie Basham. And Boogie Basham is a bit of a tweener, but he's more of an edge rusher, run stopper. So I think it was just easy to say, well, we already have a run stopper, experienced run stopper, and and very good at his job, and, and obviously Shaq Lawson. So it made 
Boogie Basham expendable. So that's why we we moved on from him. But so Jordan Phillips uh, rounds out and makes the squad. And shout out to uh, Jordan Phillips for making the squad. Real talk. Um, let's go to the linebacker room. I mean, it's really simple, right? Matt Milano, Terrell Bernard, rookie Dorian Williams, Tyrell Dotson, Tyler Matakavich for special teams purposes, and Bailey Spector, uh, most likely, you know what I'm saying, special teams. I mean, that's what it's going to be. So we kept six linebackers. We typically do keep six linebackers, uh, but pay attention to that. It'll be interesting to see if they decide to say, you know what, Christian Kirksey, come on down. Now we got to make a move. So that's why I say the dust hasn't fully settled yet. We got to wait till people cross, you mean clear waivers? And then we, we, we're going to start to see some movement. So it's not over and done just yet. All right. Uh, and then let's move to the cornerback spot. Uh, Tredavious White obviously is going to be holding it down alongside Christian Benford. Uh, and uh, obviously you've got uh, Kyrie Elam, Dane Jackson, and our nickel corners, Teron Johnson, Saran Neal, and my boy Cam Lewis makes the squad. Two guys that I really wanted to make the team this year was Kingsley Jonathan and Cam Lewis. And they found a way to get Cam Lewis on that squad. I'm really happy about that. And uh, our safety room is pretty much uh, set in stone. Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, Taylor App, and Damar Hamlin. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't going to shake up. I think it was going to be the same. D. Marlowe was, was battling an uphill battle at the time. But... Uh, to me, to to be honest with you, that that's your roster. That's your not not much change. I mean, a lot of these, a lot of these, the team is already pretty much set. Like I'd say, like eighty five percent, it's set. They know what they're gonna do, and there's a few tweaks that they gotta make. For the most part, if you were to, if I were to ask you who makes the squad and who is gonna be starters, I think all of us would have probably just said, "Here it is. This is what I see." So uh, shout out, shout out to the Bills for making their cuts. And uh, and and make it. It's tough, man. And it's tough. And I got I got to touch on something, man. I got to touch on something. And we we make crack jokes on players getting cut, and he wasn't good enough, and so on and so forth. But we got to look at the human side of it. And I, and and this is real talk. These players, and I and I I remember Josh Dobbs, the quarterback, the now quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. He had a blog. I think he blogs. Nat, uh, he he naturally blogs. I guess he does. He he has something that he does on a daily basis or weekly basis. But anyway, he was saying the, the life of a player that gets cut. What do you do? Where do you go? What are your plans? And when I thought about that, I, I, it gave me anxiety. If any of you guys have been in this position, I'm sure we all have been where you had to move from one apartment to another, from one house to another, from one state to another, from one province to another, we've all done a move in our lifetime. How stressful is it when you have to move? Because now you got to find people to help you. Now, if you don't want to pay for movers to come, you got to have family and friends come in and box up and move things and, and pack the truck up, all that good stuff. Now, think about these players, man. These players come in for a shot to play in the NFL. And you're, you're on pins and needles, not knowing if you're going to make the squad. Maybe you're going to make the squad. Am I, uh, am I paying rent? Month to month, did I just pay a whole lease? Am I am I living on some vet some veterans couch? Because I don't know if I'm going to make the squad. Like, there's so many things that we, that's in the background that we just don't know. And think about it, there are 90 of these guys on the squad. You know what I'm saying? And what 40 or 30, 27 of them got it, got to go. 27 players got to go. And and now you're sitting here trying to figure things out. Like, think about it, Boogie Basham. He's been here what the last two years. So now he's got it. He's traded to the New York Giants. He's got to pack his stuff up real quick, get going. It's it's stressful. 
Now, think about a guy that's not as established as Boogie Basham that didn't get drafted. That's just an undrafted guy. That is tough. So you got to give a shout out to the guys that that are dealing with with that aspect of the game, right? It sucks because now you're like, what the hell do I do now? If I don't have a great agent, what am I doing? Do I go back to regular life and doing stuff? Like, fam, like the punter for, I think a punter, I think he made the Chargers team. I don't know who this punter is, but this punter not too long ago was what owned his own tattoo shop and was working at some, I don't know, I think he was a mechanic. I don't know what he was, but, and he went back to regular life. And then he took a shot and made the team and now he's on an NFL team. But just not too long ago, he was just doing regular shit like regular people like us, right? So these players that are in these positions, it's tough, man. We bag on them we joke and say, oh, that guy's good. But it's tough for these guys. So you got to give them a shout out to those guys that, that really got to like flip things around or on pins and needles on not knowing what next. It is really tough, man. So uh, shout out to those guys. But listen, man, it's, it's, it's on and it's popping. Now, Von Miller. Von Miller is officially on the pup list. So he, he misses four weeks for sure. So now you miss four weeks. Then you activate him. No different. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Then what we did with, um, with Trey White. Trey White was what? We put him on the pup, and then he didn't come back to what? Week 8? I think it was what? Was it week 6 or week, week 7 or week 8? Between week 6 and week 8. So... We may not get Von Miller until week six. He's got to at least do four weeks, and then we gotta we gotta figure things out uh, to see if he play, if he's able to go the week the week right after. I mean, he's got to get his his mojo right. He's got to get his his conditioning right. He's got a whole a whole lot of things got to happen. So he's gonna be on a pitch count in practice and potentially pitch count when he goes into the game because he's not gonna be right into it. So we we will see. Uh, how this is going to play out but here's the bigger picture leonard floyd is going to be the main man featured across from our guy boogie bat excuse me our guy greg rousseau so i'm looking forward to seeing how that dynamic works puna ford's going to get that rotation jordan phillips going to get in that rotation daquan jones and ed oliver like this is we already knew this was going to be a strong defensive line and now that it's all set in stone and, and it's pretty good for now it's still a damn good line it, to the point where your team is good enough that you could trade one and we still have a strong team. So uh, shout, shout out to, to the construction of this team. I mean, we, I could, I could give some criticism to Brandon being all I want, but he's got that D line strong. He's got that D line ready to go. So I'm, I'm big. I'm big on that. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And we got such a huge matchup against the damn jets week one. We got to bring it all. We have to bring it all. By the way, I want to give a shout out to everybody tuning in right now. We got 418 people watching, uh, whether you're watching from Twitter, whether you're watching from Facebook, whether you're watching from the good old YouTube. Do your boy a favor. Smash that like right now. I mean, I'm no mathematician, but I got 415 likes. Uh, 400 people watching right now. And I got 34. 
Nah, fam, we gotta boop, we gotta boop, we gotta bump, dump, bump that up, man. We gotta bump that up real quick. So, um, my man Drippy says, Yo, what do you think about uh, adding Christian Kirksey? <clears throat> I'm all about adding talent, I'm all about adding depth at the same time. And would I take the experience and the the play of Christian Kirksey over Tyrell Dotson? It is a resounding yes, 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 I would. Um, but we don't know what's going to play out. I mean, we're going to, we're now going to be, we're going to wait for him to cross the, to pass the waivers, to clear waivers. And then it's just going to be a bidding war. It's going to be a bidding war because that's what happens. When these guys cross the waivers and, and clear waivers, now it's me and 31 other teams trying to 30 other teams trying to get at his ass. So, uh, we, we going to see how that plays out, man. But, uh, I will take him in a, in a, in a heartbeat because Tremaine Edmonds, if you think about Tremaine Edmonds, we lost Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds, Gave you, what, 104 tackles last year? This is on the top of my head. 104 tackles, 110 tackles, give or take. And Christian Kirk has given you 124. So uh, he's active. He's active is what I'm trying to get at. So he's active. He's he's ready to get going. So it would be nice to get that production right next to him. And you got experience. And you got a dog in him. So And on top, and thirdly, we were looking into bringing him in as depth piece. So, I mean, yeah, he's a little, he's two years older, but... Why not? I'll take us. I'll take him on the squad. Why the heck not? If it makes us better, let's roll. I got a super chat coming in from a man, Juice Express. What's up, Juice? Juice says, yo, a running quarterback like Malik Cunningham off waivers might be good to learn behind 17. Do not sleep on it. I'm telling you, do not sleep on that. But they might bring Malik Cunningham uh, back onto their own practice squad. So it wouldn't surprise me if they say, we're not effing with you, but we we we, we need you to develop. So Hang tight. We're going to bring you back. But he might look at it like, yo, fam, you cut me and you cut Billy Zappi. So I'm not trying to, I, I don't want to be part of Patriots way. But Bill's Mafia, though, and I get to sit behind Josh Allen, then maybe we do bring in Malik Cunningham. And that would entice me because now we have someone that can make plays with his feet and behind some good coaching, Ken Dorsey and everybody behind on, on the, in that offense, maybe, maybe we do bring somebody on. I think we're still looking at that quarterback position. That quarterback position right now, to me, is in flux. So we'll see. Uh, Frank Beast Mode Morris. He says, uh, we should sign Cam Newton. Listen, man, I brought that notion up last night when I was on the show with my man Z-Bot. And people were like, ah, no, we should bring him on, blah, blah, blah. Listen, man, forget about the name and, and what Cam Newton's about. But he's shot. We don't need him to be a freaking starting quarterback. We need him to be a depth piece. We need it. We would need our quarterback. I mean, whatever. I'm going to bring this up again. Whatever happens to the notion of having a quarterback that just needs to get you at 500. I need a Charlie Batch quarterback. You know what I mean? Get you to 500. If I got to get, if I got to, I'll take a, I'll lose one, but I'll win you one. I'll lose one. Just keep me 500. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And if you can kind of make, if you can make plays with your legs and you're creative, why not? And Cam Newton wouldn't be able to do that. Cam Newton couldn't couldn't come in as depth piece and and stick behind Josh Allen and be you know I mean be the leader in the locker room. You have two big leaders in the locker room. People get too caught up in the name and too caught up in the hype at all. Yo, he's a backup quarterback. He ain't gonna touch the field. Why not? Nah, we shouldn't have that. But to me, if he's available, I would I would call. I would entertain it. But Kyle Allen is new for me. But what do I know? I ain't that dude, right? Carson Wentz, I'd freaking bring Carson Wentz. I'd even try to trade for uh, Coral from the Panthers. I'd even try to trade for Matt Mariota, but I'm not trying to give up assets either. 
So we got to wait for things, people to get cut. We got to wait for a whole lot of things to happen. So let the death settle and let's see how this plays out. Let's see how this plays out because there's still some moves that I see McDermott and Brandon be making. There's still some moves that I see them making. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. Right now, we are 38 minutes into the show. Uh, I don't plan to be for this to be a long one. So if you guys have any questions, concerns, and you have uh, you you have a bone to pick, this is your time uh, to shine and let it let it pop right now. So Triple OG John Yodas, what up, Johnny? Johnny, I haven't seen you in a long time, man. I see you in the chat, but we haven't spoken in a long time, man. Uh, adept QB needs to be able to throw the ball if his best game is to run. You alienate your wide receivers and tight ends. The D focuses on the run. You're not wrong, John Yotis, but you can't tell me that Cam Newton couldn't throw the ball just like Kyle Allen on top of that and run. You know what I mean? So, but you're right, though. I wouldn't want to bring a sole running quarterback. I wouldn't want to do that because that just that doesn't that doesn't help us if if my man were to go down, right? When we brought in a guy like Mitch Trubisky, that was perfect. You know, Mr. Trubisky can throw the football. And, you know, Mr. Bixby can get out of a pinch if he needed to. So that's the way I look at it. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I like I, I don't mind that. Uh, I'm not mad at that at all. <laughs> Somebody said I hear Kaepernick is looking for work. They would never. I mean, Kaepernick is, hey, listen, he's been out of the league too, too damn long. It ain't going to happen. It's a, it's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? He could have, maybe the USFL, uh, XFL, maybe if he really wants to play, he'll do that. But uh, it's not going to happen, man. It ain't going to happen. But uh, we just signed OT Jermaine Ifeidi. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm well aware. I know exactly who that is. And uh, I just shared a story that uh, I actually, a, I'm, the, I'm his, the supervisor to his cousin. So, uh, yeah, man. And uh, that's, that's my guy, Emeka. Emeka Ifeidi. Emeka Ifeidi is my guy right there. So um, let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it rolling because there were some cuts around the league uh, that... Uh, that raised some some eyebrows. Hold on, I just gotta get to get to my page that I had them, and now I lost my page. So let me find my page, and then we can get this thing popping again. Uh, but here we are, man. Roster, wa- the roster cutdowns. There were some. Uh, obviously, the Billy Zappy one uh, didn't work out. Uh, they 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 let his ass go. Uh, they obviously let Khalid Cunningham go. The Colts, they didn't find any. They didn't find any trade partners. Like I don't get it, man. You you want nothing to do with with this dude. You don't want to pay him, but I also know this is a business, and you can't just give him away. But now you're gonna have him sit on the shelf for four weeks. He doesn't play. He don't want to play for y'all whatsoever. Like find a trade partner and get rid of this brother. Just don't do it to the AFC East. I'm just hoping that somebody somebody somewhere jumps in and says, yo, I'll take him off your hands. Just don't allow him to go to the Dolphins because he goes to the Dolphins. The Dolphins are just going to be that more potent. They're going to be that more potent. And I, we can't have that. We already have the Jets that we got to deal with. And I'm not trying to deal with more firepower from the damn Dolphins. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, listen, we've had enough. Everybody wants to come to the damn AFC East. It's about time that we close the door on the AFC East and I go find some other division to go to. Knock it off already. Just knock it off, man. Uh, so. I mean, I mean, this is just what it is, man. It's just what it is. Um, but yeah, so my my guy, Jonathan Taylor, no trade. He's still he's still on the uh, he's he's still he's still with the Colts. I don't know what they're gonna try to do. So 
we'll see. Now, is it too late? Are they still trying to figure some things out? They probably are. But uh, the, the Colts are going to try to make it as difficult as possible. They're going to try to make it difficult as possible. And I, I can totally see that. Um, Joseph Riley, what's up, man? So how does how does show love? He has a lot of viewers. He has even he's acknowledged me here and I don't do super chats. I don't know. Somebody complained that I'm not listening to them and I'm not answering their questions. Listen, guys, there's we have over 400 viewers right now and the, the comment section is going wild. I'm trying to interact with you guys this way and I'm trying to look at my information here. I mean, bear with me. I mean, I'm not I'm not a guy that's like, yo, give me the super chats and now I don't do that. I try to read as much as I can. If you happen to give me super chats, I'm blessed for it and I, I appreciate it. But I, I try to answer as many people as I can. People, I try to answer as many people as I can. Uh, season B says, yo, Rico, my beef is that we should have gotten more for Boogie. Here's the deal, man. We would have loved to get more for Boogie. I'm sure Brandon B says, yo, give me a fourth and I'll let you have Boogie. Joe Sean was like, go F yourself. So he's like, fine, let's meet in the middle. Give me a five. He's like, go F yourself again. He's like, yo, I'm not giving him away. So then Joe Sean's like, how about we do this? I'll give you my sixth for last year, for next year. You give me your, you give me your seventh. Deal? And I'll sweeten the pot later on if you need something from me because I might be making some cuts. I'll be the, I'll call you first before I make anything happen. That's how these things probably go down. Because if I'm a GM, and I have good relationships with other peers or former colleagues. I'm going to keep relationships that way. And I'm going to have those type of conversations. So sometimes you got to scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. I may not need the scratch right now. I might need it later. I might need it week six or week seven or right before the trade, the trade deadline, week eight before the trade deadline. And then we could talk about it. You know what I'm saying? So right now, I'm going to scratch your back a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to scratch yours. I'm going to give you a player. But when I come calling for my scratch on my back, you better answer. And that's probably how it goes down uh, in these, these conversations, right? I can tell you right now, you're not going to find, and that goes the same thing for agents, right? Dealing with other GMs, dealing with agents, right? We had a running back that was supposed to come to us, and the agent just pulled a U-turn, McKissick, and it was like, nah, I'm out of here. And that agent pulled, pulled the, the, the rug underneath from, from Bean. So Bean probably has him on a short list. I'm never effing with you again. I don't care what player you got. Don't even talk to me. You and I will never do business again because you're not, you're not, you're not ethical. And sometimes you got to be ethical. And uh, that's the way things move around in this league. I'm sure of it. Because if I was a GM, that's exactly how I would hold it down. I really would, man. So uh, that being said, I mean, what else is out there? What's, what's going on out there? Uh, Matt Barkley, obviously, we released Matt Barkley. Uh, does, that, does that do anything? Nate Peterman obviously got cut. Does that, does that? You know what I'm saying? Entice um, any of us. We'll see. PJ Walker might be available. He's uh he's got some uh, he's got some wheels underneath him. He could he could throw the he could throw the football as well. But for for the most part, man, I mean, there's not really much to to write home about. So this is an opportunity for you guys to to really vent, ask questions. If you if there are free agents out there that you feel like okay, this might be this might be the one that I'm trying to I'm trying to hit right now. Here it is. Here's your opportunity. Guess what, Chiefs. And Chris Jones still haven't been able to freaking work things out. Their their elite defensive tackle has is is planning allegedly not to play a single down until he gets a new contract. Guess what? When you've won championships under your belt, when you're Andy Reid, you can say what the hell you want. Andy's like, yo, his people hasn't even called me. So as far as I'm concerned, 
I got business to handle. He does what he does. We do what we do. I'm paraphrasing here. But listen, if Chris Jones ain't playing by the time we play the Chiefs, hey, he is a thorn in our side. He is a he is a pain in my ass, right? So if we can make something happen, shoot, why the heck not? You know what I'm saying? We can get a dub, quick dub in, in Kansas City against the Kansas City Chiefs without Chris Jones. It, it would be a lovely situation, but uh, they'll probably end up working it out because, I mean, he's too damn good for you to sit there and not pay that brother. You need to pay that man. Chris Jones is too damn good for you sitting here bullshitting around and not letting this guy get his get his licks in. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see how that plays out. By the way, Trey Lance uh, seems to be getting a lot, a lot more buzz um, now the fact that he's now a Dallas Cowboy. Some people, I swear, man, would, would y'all say that Dak Prescott is absolutely one of the most disrespected quarterbacks in the league? <laughs> this brother is just, just, I'm telling you, just the cup, just before he broke his leg and that gruesome ankle break or whatever the hell he broke, he was carrying the Dallas Cowboys. If not for him, these guys would have been buns. And then you found out how buns they were when he did get hurt. So, the man comes back and he still gets poo-pooed on. They go 12 and four the last couple of years. He's still getting poo-pooed on. And then they bring in Trey Lance. And here's the funny thing. Jerry Jones brought in Trey Lance without even consulting the coach or anybody. He just brought his ass on. I mean, he's the owner of the team. He can do what the hell he wants. Brings his brother on, doesn't tell anybody. And he's like, by the way, here's your backup quarterback. Figure it out. <laughs> so you got coach trying to figure shit out. You got Dak Prescott having to answer questions about freaking Trey Lance. Trey Lance has, what, less than 500 snaps under his belt. That's included collegiate and probably high school, for crying out loud, man. And now they got to deal with that. So Trey Lance is, is putting some pressure, uh, unwanted pressure, all over Dak Prescott. But Dak Prescott just gets shit on. Now, does Dak Prescott get shit on if he was the quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons? Does he get shit on if he was the, the quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings? Yo, I think it's because of that stupid star on that helmet that he just gets so much pressure and they're just all in it. They're on his ass, man. And as they should, because I hate the Cowboys. So, I mean, they should be on his ass, but golly, he is disrespected left, right, and center. Give that brother a chance, man. Golly. So now he's got to fight his own fans. <laughs> he's got to fight. He's got to fight his GM that just, that it's brought a damn quarterback in. And at the end of the day, competition is supposed to make you better. <clears throat> so if you see that there's somebody on your ass, cause I mean, you ain't stressed out with Cooper Rush behind you. Ain't nobody stressed out about that. So now that you got Trey Lance, a former first rounder, I mean, he shouldn't have gone for first round, but whatever. Second round talent, whatever you want to call it. Now he's on your ass. You let him learn that that offense and you start kind of not doing what you're supposed to do. Maybe something happens, but I just don't see it happening. He's just not ready just yet. You know what I'm saying? And the 49ers bungled that heavy. But those lucky bastards are lucky because now they got Brock Purdy and Brock Purdy is doing his damn thing. So shout out to shout out to the damn 49ers, man. Like they botched, they botched that heavily. And for somehow, some way, they're still, they still come out on top with Brock Purdy leading the way. Go figure. How crazy is that? But anyway, it is what it is. By the way, smash that like we are about an hour in, uh, just shy of an hour in, about 10 minutes into uh, uh, the first hour of the show. Uh, if you guys have any questions, sirs, you guys know where to go. Uh, hit me up in the chat and uh, we shall go from there. So now that the team is made, the focus now is on the Jets. 
the focus now sways over to the Jets. And I got a, I got a, I got a, I got an issue with, uh, with one of the Jets players right now. And I want to like him. I want to like him a lot. I don't like the Jets, first of all. I don't like the Jets whatsoever. There's something about the Jets I just don't like. Never liked him from the jump. Just don't like him. Okay. Yo, this Sauce Gardner character, I'm starting to get annoyed with him. He's good. Don't get me wrong. He's very good. But I'm starting to get annoyed with Sauce Gardner. I'll tell you why I'm getting annoyed with Sauce Gardner. And one clip is annoying me like crazy. I don't know why it's irritating me, but it's irritating me. Jalen Hyatt, the receiver for the Giants that I thought the Bills were honestly going to draft. Anyway, Jalen Hyatt made a move on Sauce Gardner, I think, in preseason, whatever. And he, he straight burnt him. And quarterback just missed the throw because that would have been, if, yo, if I'm even, I'm leaving. I'm gone. Six on the board. And then Sauce Gardner yells out, you in the bigs now. Oh, that pissed me off. <laughs> I don't know why it pissed me off, but that shit pissed me off. You in the bigs now. Like he's some six-year vet. And he's, he's future Hall of Famer. Yo, he's getting bigged up way too damn much for me. That's why I need... I absolutely need him to line up on Steph Diggs. And I want Steph Diggs to pull an Ocho Cinco and say, bring your ass right here. Bring your ass to the line right now. One-on-one, let's see what you got. You know what I'm saying? Don't hold me. Don't hold. Let's go one-on-one and let's see how well you do. I, I would love for Stephon Diggs to get the best of him. Just like Stephon Diggs got the best of Ramsey, in week one last year, where he just turned that boy around, he make him do the okie doke. You put your right foot in, you put your left foot. Boy, he was all over the place, cheeks everywhere, right? He was here, he was, he was, it was everywhere, right? I need that. I need me some of that. I need me Diggs and Sauce Gardner one on one, no safety help. You know what I'm saying? And Josh Allen straight up says, "Let's go." Tap tap on the head. Let's roll. I need that because my man's he's great. He's a very good corner. Don't get me wrong. I ain't trying to take no take no love away from him. But I need my guy. I'll take my guy every day in Stephon Diggs. That boy's a route. He's a route running tactician. You know what I'm saying? I need that. I can't have. Don't, don't be bringing safety help. You nice like that? Tell your boys to back off. It's me and you now. I need that. Give me. Give me. Yo, I'm telling you. And Stephon Diggs is that dude, though. Stephon Diggs is the type of dude that would say, yo, F all that, bro. Yo, are you nice like that? Put your ass right here. Don't go cover Gabe Davis. Don't go cover Gabe Davis. Is you nice like that? Bring your ass right here. I need that. And I tell you right now, that'd be a beautiful matchup, wouldn't it? And it's and it's and it's gonna be right there for us, week one under the lights. Let's make it happen. But I'd be so pissed. I'd be so pissed if you got Sauce Gardner with a little help over the top. Man, if you nice like that, you know I mean, tell me that you nice like yo. You think Revis was like, yo, give me some safety help? No, he was like, yo, I'm right here. If you come on my side, let's roll. Let's rock. You know what I mean? If I have to travel, I'll travel. Stefan Diggs, if you think that Stevie Johnson was nice against Revis, wait till you put Stefan Diggs on Sauce Gardner. Oh, I need to have that. Need to have that. But we'll see. we shall see. It'll be a good battle. It'll be a good battle. I don't, that's for sure. Because Sauce Gardner is nice. He's very good. But I like my guy better. I like my guy better. Now, that's going to be a tough game. That's going to be a tough game. I don't care what anybody tells me, man. That's going to be a freaking tough game. Everybody wants to talk about, oh, you you nervous, you shook, you this, you damn right. 
<laughs> you damn right. And I'm not going to mince my words. You know what I'm saying? Because that shit is going to be a, a tough game. Do I want to win this game badly? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. You know what I'm saying? But just something in me says, we, well, we're not going to come on top on that one. I want it though. I want that one. But that is going to be a matchup that I'm very much looking forward to. Um, I can't wait for it. It's going to be fun. Now we can put all this preseason nonsense to bed. And the beautiful thing about this whole situation is nobody got seriously hurt. Isn't that wonderful? We don't have to sit here and worry about, oh, this person got hurt. And like, if just, if only, if only our guy was healthy in Von Miller. If Von Miller was coming into this season healthy and ready to roll, man, man, that would be lovely. But it sucks. It's not. We got to wait for it. We got to wait for it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, very much looking forward um, to that battle. Um, it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. That Sunday, Sunday is going to be great. I had my wife come to me and she's like, hey, um, what are you doing September 11th? And I'm like, September 11th. I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why are you asking me what I'm doing September 11th? What do you got planned? And she's like, well, I was just wondering because I had my friend that was coming over. And I was like, wow, <laughs> hold on. And I'm like, hold on, is September 11th a Sunday or a Monday? It, it doesn't matter. What do you need? What do you need? Do you need me? Like, am I am I part of these plans or is this about you? Said, well, no, I just need you to watch the little guy. I was like, so this is like a, she's like, oh, we're just going for brunch. Oh, do what you do. Do what you do. But if she was like, we're going for dinner, <laughs> we got we got dinner plans on September 11th and I need you there. Yo, here are your papers. Uh. Rico divorcing wife because she's asking me to skip Monday night football to go for dinner. today. <laughs> no, I wouldn't doubt. She would never, she would know better. But could you imagine? Hey, babe, I need, uh, I need you. Cause uh, we're going to dinner and my friends upset and we, they need us to console them. Are you mother effing nuts? Heck no. Heck no. Or they can come and watch the game while we console while I watch this game, but there's no way I'm stepping foot into a restaurant. They sit there and watch. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and boo-hoo-hoo here. No, we're not doing that. Thank goodness it was just brunch. Thank goodness it doesn't affect me. Thank goodness she knows better. <laughs> because I tell you, we going to beef. We would beef right then and there. But I got a good wifey. She already knows the deal, man. I told her, listen, football season's about to start. You already know the deal. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot. We got a lot, a lot of primetime games. You know what I'm saying? I already have to, have to I got to work things out with work. You know what I'm saying? So take some days off here and there. That's how it's going to work out. That's how it's got to be. And I already told people from work, man, hey, man, don't forget, yo, when football season starts, if you see me not on a, on a Monday or you don't see me on a Thursday or, you know what I'm saying, or, or, or Monday night or you don't see me Tuesday next day, you know why. <laughs> you know why, because my bills are playing. There's a lot of, lot, lot of primetime games, but uh, your boy's going to be there. Now, I do want to catch a home game. In Buffalo, I'd love to, but it doesn't seem like it's going to happen, so we'll see. But no, you never say never, man. You never say never. Now, I've been offered a couple games. Yo, I'll pay for you if you come. So I'm still I'm still weighing those options out, but here we are. But uh, I'm looking forward to this Jets game. I am very much looking forward to this Jets game. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, does that it? Hold on. I got Jimmy. What's up, Jimmy? Jimmy uh, got to be up at 3.30 for work, boys, hitting the rack. What's up? Jimmy, have a good night, brother. Have a good night. I got to get out of here myself. We're about going. We're about in an hour into the show. So listen, let me let me cap this show. 
We got 400 people watching right now. Salute to y'all. Smash that like before we get out of here. Please do smash that like before we get out of here. And if there's more for me to hit, because this was more of a roster, let's touch on the roster. And for the most part, we pretty much touched on everything we need um, when, it's, when it comes to this, this roster that we have here. Um, but for the most part, I'm happy with this roster. I'm happy with it. I mean, Kincaid is going to be, he's going to be coming in and, and really making a difference on this offense. He's going to, he's has to make a difference. He has to, he's got to be the maker. He's got to be the difference maker. We drafted him in the first round. We can't, we got to take the kid gloves off. And I don't think, and I, and I personally don't think we will put kid, kid gloves on this brother. I think we will make sure that we get the most out of him. And uh, I think it's going to be fun. And I'm going to tell you right now, and I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. There's going to be a game. I don't know which it is, which one it's going to be, but I think it's going to be within six weeks. Within six weeks, there's going to be a game where it's the Kincaid game. And this is when we're going to know Kincaid is born. And when Kincaid is born, it's going to unlock another level to this offense. It's going to unlock another level to this offense. Now, James Cook is going to be getting his. Then you're going to see Gabe Davis is going to be getting his. Then Dawson Knox is going to be getting his. There's going to be a whole lot of things happening for this team with the emergence of Kincaid. But it has to happen. If Kincaid doesn't come in and do what he does, the offense won't be the same. I mean, we're still going to be potent. Don't get me wrong. But he's supposed to unlock everything. And I think that's what it's that's what's going to happen, man. I think that's what's going to happen. So uh, we'll, we'll see. We will... It's going to be fun. Let me just put it that way, man. Uh, what's up, only MP7? What's up, man? He goes, Rico, I might have missed it, but how confident are you in this O-line? Um, I'm not. Let me put it this way, man. I'm not like, oh, I'm, I'm shook for this O-line. I'm not like, oh, my gosh. I'm, like, I'm not happy with this O-line. I'm not, I, don't, I don't feel that way. Uh, and I'll tell you why I don't feel that way. Because the, the fact that we have a young and upcoming player in Osiris Torrance on the right side, I think... I think his skill will help Spencer Brown, hopefully, right? Um, Mitch Morris, obviously, he's the, he's the vet in the, in, the, in the building. He's a vet, obviously, on this offensive line. Then you've got another veteran guy in, in McGovern. So we've got, we've got, we don't have, like, old pieces on the team, like Roger Saffold that just was just, he just wasn't it. So we've got some youth on there, and we've got, we've got a mix of some veteran, some veteran leadership on there. So I'm not worried about it. It's just a matter of Josh just settling down, trusting his guys. And once he settles down and trusts who he's got in front of him and he can be himself, it's game over. I'm not worried whatsoever. I think he's going to do what he does. That's what Josh does. Just don't bail from the pocket too soon, Joshy. We're going to just be, we go, we go, we'll be just fine. We're going to be, we're going to be all right. We just go, we're going to be all right. Um, Rico, Tommy Doe did get injured out of the season. Yes, he is. He's done for the season. He had a, he had a really bad injury. And uh, shout out to Tommy Doyle, man. It's a, it's a tough one. Very tough one. What's up, Rev? My man, Revy Rev. Rev says, yo, which Bills players are y'all drafting in your fantasy league? Diggs, Allen, or Kincaid? Well, I'm going to tell you something, man. I just had a draft. Uh, and so I, I didn't want to do this draft, but it was, it was a whole bunch of guys in my neighborhood. And I'm new to my neighborhood. I'm two years into my neighborhood. And they found out that I do a podcast. and I'm a big Bills guy. They're like, oh, this guy must know all this stuff. I'm like. I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? I did win my fantasy league last year, so I'm okay. So um, I'm like, and with when, whenever you're playing with guys that don't know much, you wonder how much they're going to let you, let you take advantage of them. 
You know what I'm saying? I know there's one or two guys in that in that league that know their shit, right? So let me tell you what my squad looks like before I get out of here. So I'm with Yahoo. I'm not a Yahoo guy. I'm a commissioner of my own league of Sleeper. I do the Sleeper app. Um, but look at my squad, bro, okay? I got Josh Allen as my quarterback. I got Justin Jefferson as my receiver. I said, what? Y'all let me get Josh Allen and Justin Jefferson? Fam you're done you're done that's easy money right anyway let me continue right so josh allen justin jefferson i got terry mclaurin i got uh i got uh i got jones from uh aaron jones from green bay then i took kenneth walker then i wanted to take kincaid but i was like they don't know about kincaid so i'm I'm gonna wait till later rounds i waited too late they grabbed kincaid so what i did i took mayor uh from las vegas that he's going to do he's going to do work right george pickens they let me get george pickens and then here comes my depth pieces i got khalil herbert he's going to get most of the touches no doubt about it i got odell beckin i got zay flowers i didn't want to go back to back baltimore players but he was there so and i might use that as trade bait later on if they like oh man i'm dying i need someone right zay flowers odell beckham i got raheem mostert then i got rasheen rice from kansas city then i got hunter renfro and then I took the Pittsburgh defense. Fam. I wanted to get Tyler Bass too. And those jackasses took Tyler Bass from me. So it's fine. But fam, I'm going to kill this league. And if I don't kill this league, shame on me. Shame on me. If everybody stays healthy, it's game over. <laughs> How did you let me get Josh Allen and Justin Jefferson? It's done. <laughs> it's done. It's a wrap. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, for fantasy. That's the one league that I'm like, whatever. But the second league that I'm in right now, which is a league of 14, it's a 14-team league. And I love a 14-team league because it forces you to draft and it forces you to know depth pieces. You got to know everybody's roster to know who potentially can can get in there and do some work. Um, If I don't take a quarterback early, I think I might just, I mean, I got nobody watching here. So I think Kenny Pickett is going to have a pretty damn good year. And if if I could wait to grab Kenny Pickett, and I can draft all these other studs and have Kenny Pickett late. Listen, I'm going back to back. I'm going back to back like Drake. Now, we'll see. Because if Josh Allen's sitting there in the third and I'm and nobody's nobody, and I know it's not gonna happen, but I'm taking him. You know what I'm saying? But we'll see. We shall see. 14 team league. That's where the big boys play. 12 team leagues. You got there's too many guys in the waiver wire. You know what I mean? One go, one guy goes down, you can pick it up, pick it up right out really quickly a guy goes down in your league now in a 14 team league you better you better hope you know your nfl that's all i'm gonna say so that being said folks that's my time and i appreciate you guys you guys stuck around and uh watch your boy handle business we talked about the bills let's recap the bills have have you know me finalized their 53 man roster it's it's uh the dust hasn't fully settled but for the most part it's settled um and uh kingsley jonathan makes the squad cam lewis makes the squad uh obviously um boogie basham was the big news for the bills we traded boogie basham to the new york football giants for a sixth and we gave up a seventh so we pretty much swapped late round picks there are some pieces out there that will be released um and that are that are still that still could be released and and cap casualties a little later um so the Bills are definitely going to be active. So Brandon Bean, 
is definitely going to be walking around with his his little bargain bin and he's going to go bargain bin shopping again because we know we don't got no money. We we broke. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see how this plays out. We'll see how this plays out at the end of the day. So, folks, that's it for me. I really appreciate y'all hanging with me. And uh, we'll do this again, uh, potentially Friday. Actually, no, Friday we will not do this again because I promised the kids that I will be uh, hanging out with them before they go to school next week because there's now school week is next week so i took this whole week off so we can hang out with the kids and do all this stuff and have a good time so if you guys enjoyed the show do me a favor smash that like before you get out of here and if you guys have not followed me on social media social media if you haven't followed me on twitter let me put my twiddle my twiddle my twitter handle up uh just so you guys know what's up and uh you guys can hit me up and uh it's all good times rico underscore bf underscore hit me up on twitter and uh if you like what you see and you like the content that we bring your way do me a favor smash that like subscribe to the channel let's get this thing popping and let's share this with other bills fans share this with other bills fans and we'll go from there i got my man raider rev jumping on here raider rev are you trying to come on here and chat it up with us chop it up or what i don't know what you're doing brother what you doing brother i don't know what raider rev is doing but uh it is what it is um maybe he's just there to just kind of kick it but uh here it is man that's it for me uh i hope you guys enjoyed the show and uh do me a favor if you like the show, get your microphones up in the chat. Get your microphones up and get going. Hold on. Did I forget a super chat? If I forgot a super chat, forgive me. Uh, oh, hold on. I forgot a super chat. Oh, 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 oh. Can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. What's up to my man, Ain Gravens? What's up, Ain Gravens? I see you, bro. What's good? Listen, we're going we're gonna to hook up the, uh, this year, man. We got to. I always, I always love chopping it up with you. I love what you got going over there with the Ravens. I know you're happy. I know you you cheesing from, from ear to ear. I know you are. So uh, we got to chop it up this year, man. Shout out to my man, Ing Ravens. Uh, let me get to my man, Georgie. What's up, Georgie or Miss Georgie? How confident are you in the O-line versus Jeff D-line? Um, I don't, like, listen, It's it all plays out in a way where if you get Josh comfortable, then it's over for the Jets. But I just don't think our line is going to be comfortable. I think they're going to. I think they're going to go at Spencer Brown. I think they're not going to stop. They're going to make Josh uncomfortable, and it's just not going to be. I don't think it's one of those games that we. I'm confident in this game. I'm not confident. I'm not confident. Do I want to win it? Heck yeah, I do. But I'm not confident in this game. Uh, that's the. That's the. That's the. That's the truth, and that's the real truth. Uh, you know what's really sad though? If Revs tell me he's in a ten-team PPR targeting, listen, ten-team league, knock it off. And you're in a 10-team league? That's not even a freaking fantasy league. What is that? 10 teams. Everybody's going to have an awesome team. No, 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 no. No, go ahead. Go ahead with that. No, no, I'm not, I'm not playing that game. No, 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 no. We don't, we don't do that. We're not, we're not playing that game. Uh, my man, Triple G, Triple G, uh, OG, John Yoda says, yo, with our linebackers as they are, do you think Sean will stop? Excuse me. Do you think, do you think Sean will still go nickel 90% of the time or 4-3 more? it's definitely going to be a mixture. He's a multiple defensive guy. He's a multiple defensive front guy. So it's not, he's never going to be just one thing, but he will definitely, his base will definitely be nickel because you, you cannot tell me you're going to sit here and give and go three linebackers and have Teron Johnson on the sideline. Ain't no way I'm having Teron Johnson on the sideline. Teron is got to be on the field. So that's, that's, you're a nickel. So you're going to be a nickel a lot of the times. And plus, this is a passing league, man. A lot of times you're in a, you're in three receiver sets straight up. You know what I'm saying? So and the beautiful thing about you got Taylor Rapp that's in this whole situation. Taylor Rapp is going to come in 
and and give you that support. So he's going to be that big nickel. So if it's not Teron Johnson, it's going to be Taylor Rapp in a hybrid four three with that safety look. So it's going to be it's going to be nice. I'm not worried about this defense. If I was going to worry about anything, it's the offense. I'm not worried about this defense. I think the defense is going to match up well with the Jets' offense. It's our offense that I'm unsure. I'm unsure about it. I'm not super confident. Do I want to win? Heck yeah, I do. But uh, I'm not. I'm not the most confident in this game. So I still think we we unfortunately lose the first one to the Jets. But I think we we adjust and we take the second one. I think we go. Uh, we split the series one one with the Jets. I don't think it's that bad. I think I don't think it's horrible at all. People think, oh, you're you're. How could you be a Bills fan? I got people call me out, tell me I'm not a Bills fan because I'm choosing the Bills to lose the first week. And like, if you guys are new to the channel, trust me, I am not your Homer Bills fan. I refuse to be a Homer. I will never be a Homer. I just call it like I see it and call it like I feel it. You know what I mean? And I think that's what you guys appreciate. I mean, if you want the cookie cutter stuff that's out there, that's like go Bills all day, every day, and we're getting blasted, and they find a, they try to find the silver lining and everything. Sometimes you got to call it for what it is. Now, sometimes I tend to be a little negative. I know that. But then I turn it back around and look for the for where we can bounce back. It's the beauty of sports, man. Sports got you going up and down. You saw the, the Chiefs game. The Chiefs game has got you like this. Like you're up and you're down and you're up and you're down. And that's fandom. That's what fan, that's what that's being a fanatic, man. You're just it's just what it is, man. But uh for the most part, I think I'm pretty, I'm pretty fair in my assessment of the team. And uh, I think that's why you guys F with your boy. I mean, anyway, I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. So uh, I appreciate you guys obviously showing out and hanging out <laughs> with your boy. And uh, questions, concerns, you guys always know where I'm at. You guys can hit me up on social media. I'm on, I'm on Twitter. I don't delete any of my stuff. I leave my shit up there. And if you guys have any questions, concerns, y'all can hit me up in my DMs. And that's the way we roll. So that being said, enjoy the rest of your evening, folks. And we will catch you on the flip side. And uh, until next time, it's your boy. And I'm gone. Have yourself a safe night. And we will catch you guys on the flip side. And it's the Buffalo Fanatics. It's the Rico Report. And we will catch you guys another time. Let's go. Have a good night. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.